0: From the frozen tundra of northern Canada to the sunny Gulf of Mexico and right here in the heartland, welcome to the great outdoors. This is the KTRS Outdoors Show with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young and Dan Brothers. All right,
1: welcome to this week's edition of the KTRS Outdoors Show on the Big 550 KTRS all across the Midwest. Thank you so much for joining us and making this part of your weekend as always. Show's brought to you in part by our good friends out at Number 1 Broadway Road in beautiful Penton, Missouri. Of course, Denny Dennis Sporting Goods. It's time to go get those shelves. I'm telling you, turkey loads. Get your turkey loads. Get them now. Get them now. Don't wait. Get your decoys. Get your blinds. Whatever you need. It's your one-stop outdoor shop. Don't forget, uh, trout season opens up in Missouri on the 1st, too. So that's uh, coming up here this week. Man, I can't believe March 1st is this week. Friday. It's Friday already. Can you believe that? This year is flying by, folks. It's fun. we got a fun show for you tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about holsters tonight. And I've got a good friend of mine. His name is Mike, and he is the owner of Diamond D Outdoors up in Alaska. And we're going to learn about why Diamond D Outdoors came about or how it came about and what it's like to make a, a, a firearms company uh, in the United States. So we're going to do that. Danny Brothers will be on at 8 o'clock He's been down in Florida fishing all week. I think he got into some sheep's head, so uh, we'll have some sheep's head stories for sure. In between there, I'll tell you about the opener on uh, trout season at the trout parks, and uh, that'll be a show. James is running the lines. If you want to call in, uh, the number is 931 5877 or you can text in at eight four one two six eight four one two six. Just tell James who you are and where you're at, and if you got a question, he'll put a bug in my ear. Let's head over to the phones. We're going to go up north and go check in with Mike at Diamond D Outdoors. What's up, buddy? How you doing, my man? You know, I'm good. How's things up in Alaska? I mean, is it, it's been it's been warm here. What's like up there?
2: Uh right now we're back to normal, uh, you know, a few 3 weeks ago it was 25, 24 below. Yeah. Uh we're in South Central South Central Alaska, so which is abnormally cold for us. We usually get one stretch below zero, a little bit. But uh, but yeah, this is this is a little cold. And now today is blue sky, and we have a, just an absolute ton of snow on the ground. So it's it's good. Nice drop for nice time for winter activities.
1: Oh, I bet. Now before I get into the Diamond D stuff, I want to talk. You're a pilot. Tell everybody what it's like to fly around uh, up in Alaska and stuff as a pilot, because you do. Mike, you do commercial and bush stuff, right?
2: That is correct. Yep, uh, most of us up here, a lot, a lot of us. I think uh, at one point when I first moved up here about sixteen or seventeen years ago, one of the statistics was that one in eight uh, residents in Alaska have their pilot's license or flown or something, something to that nature. So I'm fortunate enough to be one of those uh, one of those people. So I do fly uh, commercially, uh, professionally, and then also we do own a, a small airplane that we get around the state. A good opportunity to get off the get off the roadway and and explore and, and see what Alaska has to offer. And it's really the best way to do that.
1: What do you call those bush? Are they like, are they called like beavers? Um, or? Pi- or well, you have they- all
2: sorts. It's just like a, it'd just be like cars. So you have all sorts of different types. You have Cessnas and birds. And, you know, if you want little small ones, it can get you to pretty much anywhere you want to go. That's a lot of people have super cubs, which is just like a two seater. Great okay. for hunting, getting to the remote areas and things like that. And you have the bigger ones, the Cessnas, that four six seaters and things like that to, all the family around, which is what do I have with a couple, couple kids, a wife and a big old dog.
1: Is that the one with the big, super big tires?
2: Yes. Yep.
1: Okay. I don't, how do you land on them sandbars and stuff?
2: That's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be crazy. Very carefully. <laughs> no, yeah. it's uh you know, it just takes a lot of practice, but you know, the, the beautiful part about the big tires, um, is that they, they absorb any of the rocks or any of the bumps or anything like that. So, it enables you to get to those areas. So it's not the, the smaller tires or, or any of that kind of stuff. It's enables you to get down there, you play the wind, and uh, you can get that thing pretty darn slow um, and stop in, in a short amount of time. So there's a lot of people out there that are a whole lot better at it than me, but I definitely enjoy getting out and, and experiencing it. Well, I wouldn't
1: say that. I mean, if you're flying commercial and everything, you got to be a good pilot. But I, uh, I, I envy you, man. If I wasn't sixty, if I was thirty years older, younger, I would, I would love to be a pilot. But you know, I don't know if I could pass a pilot's test because I don't, I don't have a hundred percent normal color vision, so I probably wouldn't be able to get one. Could I?
0: Uh,
2: there is restrictions with uh, color vision. Yeah, so yeah. definitely. We have one of the restrictions is you know be able to see a lot of color. I think there's a few few ways to get around it but as far as commercially with the airlines for example then there's restrictions for that
1: no i would just love to do i would just love to be able to just take people out and drop you know be like fly a float plane or something i just think that would be so cool but i think those days are gone so i've been on a couple it's it those little puddle jumpers man it's exciting mike
2: they are they are fun i remember before i moved up here from the lower 48 i never you know i learned how to fly in small airplanes and you teach people how to fly but i never thought i would on my own or explore the state of Alaska. And it just opens it up, and it kind of brings you to places that you pinch yourself sometimes because it's just so beautiful and, and the opportunities to see the different areas that we have up here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, now, you, now you're now you more, from just just from visiting with you to, uh, a few times, you're more on the fishing side. So how did Diamond D Outdoors come in? How did you get the, uh, the idea to start a, a chest holster company?
3: Well, it wasn't
2: originally my shop, so when I first moved up here, Uh, 16 years ago I was fortunate pretty much right away to meet a gentleman uh, David Johnston who had Diamond D custom leather Diamond D leather and he started the chest holsters back in the late 90s early 2000s and he was kind of the first one to market he paired up with Jim West with Wild West Guns and they created that basically what came from a need they were out hiking and fishing and being very very active getting to rocks he used to rock climb a lot and things like that and in Alaska's backcountry, we have uh, big bears, and so keeping a holster on your hip never was a good idea because it either was heavy, weighed you down, got in the way of a backpack, or once you got to camp, that was kind of the first thing that you always took off because you just got so tired of wearing it. And then mm-hmm. inevitably, that is the time that you're gonna you're gonna run into a bear. And so he designed and created the chest holster, um, which is a three point harness system. Now a lot of other companies have kind of copied that design, but we're the first ones to the market for for the leather style. Fast forward, I was been working with him for fifteen years, and uh, you know, fifteen years now. So in the 2016, 2019 kind of a time frame, we kept on talking about it, kept on talking about it, and then 2019 came, and we decided to to do something about it and, and start a new business. So the two of us paired up together, and uh, being the creative genius that he is, and I kind of work well with building websites and talking, and uh, we kind of decided to create a product that was more universal fit. So we heard a demand from people while the leathers beautiful and all of our leather does come you know standard from or come, does come from st louis missouri you know Herman oak leather mm-hmm. uh, we wanted something that was a multi-gun fit because what we found very quickly is that nobody that owns a gun owns just one gun it's usually multiple whether it's 10 millimeters or, or round wheel guns or anything like that and so uh, we designed designed a ballistic nylon version of our leather chest holster and we launched that one like i said about five years ago or so and just to found it to be um a real popular popular item we originally thought it was gonna do really well up here and then sure enough it just exploded down to the lower forty eight and your neck of the woods and, and everywhere else just because as not just for bear protection, but you know, big cats out there, the bears and the Rockies are, are getting big, but also it's a great backup weapon for archery hunting, uh for you know, if you're out with a bow you can still draw the string and it's easy access, quick one hand to draw. And at the end of the day it takes the weight of that gun. And it distributes it evenly throughout your body. So it's just a comfortable thing to wear. And we all know that if something's comfortable, you're more likely to use it. If it's not, you're probably not going to use it. And it's just going to go in a drawer with all the other ulsters that you have. So that's kind of how it came about. And we wanted to be able to offer something at a very reasonable price. It's going to work for work for as many people as possible. And we've been fortunate enough to do that and, and just keep the, keep the word spread
1: well, there's a lot of folks in the Midwest. I mean, we're broadcasting out of St. Louis tonight, uh, but there's a lot of folks in our in our signal area, surrounding states. Uh, handgun hunting, Mike, has become super popular, and and I'm just going to tell it's you, sure I, folks, I've I've got the revolver Denali, and I've got the I just I just actually went and bought one. I I was hounding Mike. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm sorry, Mike. I hound you so much. I, I go, hey, I just bought a 10 millimeter. <laughs> With a uh, with a uh, a hollow sight, and uh, I need to get another holster. Um, I so the the one for my uh, Smith and Wesson uh, sixty nine is it sixty nine? I think it's it's a five shot forty four mag. That was the first yep, one I got, folks. And, yeah, and that thing, it just it formed right away, snug. It's the the thing about these things; they're so easy to adjust across your torso. And when you have it on, uh, Mike, you, I mean, it just carries it all through your trunk or your, of your upper body. You don't feel that gun on you. But, uh, you know, if, if you're, if you're out there handgun hunting or if you just wanted, if you're out shed hunting or bow hunting, I mean, you got, it, you got access to your firearm within a second or two. I mean, it's just, it's just right there. And that is one of the most easy to adjust and comfortable holsters I've ever worn, Mike. Uh, and I, I was really happy with it when I got it.
4: Well, we, we
2: appreciate that. And that's kind of what we love to hear is people, you know, sharing photos, sharing experiences. And, and you know, you start building a product and, and having this idea in your head about how you're going to use it because of maybe your location. And for us up here, it was out on the river fishing or, or you know, hiking or doing something like that. And the amount of people that are buying it for driving around on their tractor, for example, um, shooting, you know, whether it's, you know, snakes or varmints or, or anything like that. And just being able to carry something while they're sitting down or while they're standing up and they're walking and kind of forget that you have it and, and it just carries such a variety of different types of uh, pistols um, that people have and, and do it comfortably like I said I mean it, it's the idea is that you forget that you're wearing the gun until you need it and you can get that thing out very very quickly
1: yeah and if you want to wear your vinyl harness you can you can adjust that so your gun's right underneath your vinyl so you still got easy access to it but I mean, just from visiting with my friends that go out to Oregon and Washington State, uh, Utah. I mean, that has got bears. They all, they all have uh, handguns uh, where it's legal for them to carry, um, and they love a chest access because I mean, it's right there. And you got you just you just you you raise it up and you, and you're ready to shoot. I mean, within a second or two, you don't have to fumble and with yeah, it. Yeah, that's. Go ahead, Mike.
2: No, that's and that's that's absolutely true in what I talk about. Um, the markets that we hit, I think a lot of people, like you said, the the deer hunters and the go sitting in a tree stand and whether it's the Rockies or Wyoming or Montana, that they do have a very aggressive, uh, grizzly bear population. Um, mm-hmm. it's, we've been kind of surprised also. I mean, some of our biggest markets that we are selling to is the Midwest, the area that you're broadcasting from Missouri is huge for us down to Texas. Of course, we have wild hogs and then Pennsylvania, well, Michigan. Yeah, uh, those, that was just, I was just going to say of people there's... are using them.
0: Yeah, okay, hog good. hunting.
1: Hog hunting's big. I mean, and predator too. So,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that's cool. Seven seventeen and some change. We're visiting with Mike from Diamond D Outdoors. Mike, hang on. I got to hit a real quick break. We'll be right back on the Big Five Fifty
4: KTRS St. Louis. Hi, it's the Medicare Man, Ryan Raphael. I want to first thank all of the wonderful listeners for allowing me to help them with their important Medicare decisions. If you are approaching sixty five or retiring soon. I will help you figure out what to do and when to do it. I am fully aware of the endless literature, calls, and TV commercials people are bombarded with every day. I can help you navigate the Medicare maze with easy to understand and accurate info. If you are currently on a Medicare plan, do not hesitate to reach out if you want to compare and make sure you have the right plan for your needs. Many are unaware. There are often enrollment periods other times of the year you can possibly take advantage of. If you need help, call me, the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael, at 314-368-6808 or visit medicaremanstl.com. 314 314- Nestled in the heart of the Hill neighborhood is the Hill Cigar Company.
5: Stop on in. See the selection of cigars the Hill Cigar Company has to offer. While you're in the store, check out their cigar lounge in the back. Whether you're new to cigars or an aficionado, the Hill Cigar Company is the perfect shop for you the hill cigar company at 5360 southwest avenue give them a call at 314-776-4455 a cigar for every connoisseur
6: let's talk about your tile floor are the high traffic areas darker than the other hi everybody McGraw milhaven here for the grout medic that discoloration is years of dirt and buildup the grout medic will professionally clean and then seal your grout so it's one consistent color again, just like the day you installed it. Their sealer protects for 7 to 10 years, 636-317-8860, or online at groutmedicstl.com. You can even change the color of your grout, groutmedicstl.com.
7: Hey St. Louis, Together Credit Union, City SC's official banking partner, is offering a guaranteed way to grow your money with two limited time CD promotions. The first option is an 11 month CD term with a 5.40% annual percentage yield. The second option is a 19-month CD term with a 5.00% annual percentage yield. Both options require a minimum balance of $1,000. Visit TogetherCU.org today. Early withdrawal penalties apply and may reduce earnings on the account. Rates as of January 19th. Rates subject
0: to change without notice. Membership eligibility required. Betterly insured by the NCUA. When you
6: go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes. No brushes inside and out. Five area locations, Country Club Car Wash or cccwstl.com.
5: 2024 is really adding up this month at Renewal by Anderson. First, get 24% off all Renewal by Anderson energy-efficient windows and doors. The Fibrex windows that are two times stronger than vinyl and come in nine exterior colors. Then take advantage of zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. That's serious savings in 2024. Only at Renewal by Anderson. For your free in-home consultation, call 1-877-WINDOWS or visit
8: RBASTL.com. You're selling your home, and I want to buy it. This is Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, and I am ready to pay top dollar for your home. No contingencies, no inspections, no monkey business. I buy your home no matter the condition or location, and you walk away with cash. Call me, Mike Robinson, at 314-283-0867, 314-283-0867, or at robangproperties.com. That's R-O-B-A-N-G, properties.com. No
6: better place and no better time to start saving than Neighbors Credit Union. You'll find great rates and flexible terms at Neighbors. You'll also find terrific CD specials. Best of all, your savings are safe, secure, and insured at Neighbors Credit Union up to $500,000 per individual member. It's super easy to open up an account at Neighbors Credit Union. Stop by one of their eight area branches or visit the website, NeighborsCU.org. That's NeighborsCU.org.
5: Federally insured by NCUA. Additional insurance by ESI.
6: Back
0: to the KTRS Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers.
1: All right, welcome back to the Big Five Fifty KTRS. My guest is Mike from Diamond D Outdoors up in Alaska. We're talking a little firearm stuff. You know, uh, Mike, we were, uh, the, the hogs, the hog hunters and stuff. Uh, that's a whole, that's a whole different ball game, right there. A lot, I got a lot of friends that go to Oklahoma and Texas, and they love going down there chasing wild boars with their with their handguns, and especially. You know, I've got that halo sight on my 10 millimeter. Um, I bought a, a Glock 20, so that's uh, that's just more for for my protection and stuff. I guess you could hunt with that. That 10 millimeter is a big round, but I mean, you guys, some of these guys are using these big anacondas, and I mean, I mean, they they're out there at 40, 50 yards shooting those handguns with those scopes, and they're pretty accurate with them.
2: Absolutely, and we've also, you know. I get most of my knowledge, it seems like, when I'm getting the opportunity to talk to a lot of our customers, which I love doing, um, and hearing their stories about their different hunts. And I've been blown away with the size of some of the hogs that I would have never, uh, we're just not in that, in that neck of the woods. And so I'm just not familiar enough with it. And then of course, I'll get personalized pictures and text messages from different customers that I've met of, you know, the hunting that they've been able to do and things like that. But not only is it, you know, quite a species that's Damaging a lot of properties, but it's also become kind of a fun game to do. And alligators down in, you know, down south in Florida also, and and just everything. But I think the challenge with handgun hunting is, as Taurus has come out with their Raging Hunter, which is a very very popular gun at a at a reasonable rate. You know, Smith and Wesson has a performance centers, and then of course everybody, every 10 millimeter, um, uh, you can you know put the red dot sights onto the reflex sights, and then. You know, you continue into just scopes on pretty much any of the guns, uh, whether yeah. it's a Ruger or a Smith or, or anything like that, and just a lot of fun that people are having.
1: Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to carry when I go out west. I'm either going to carry my Smith and what I, I was going to do the wheel gun because you can't worry about that messing up. But man, that 10 millimeter uh, Glock that I got with that with that hollow uh, that whatever that sights called that green uh, reticle. I mean, I'm just driving tacks mm-hmm. with that thing at ten and fifteen yards. I mean, I'm just—it's crazy how accurate that gun is. So I might, I might carry that. But either way, man, those uh, those holsters I got from you—just those things are—they they fit great. They're comfortable, and uh, they're right at the ready, and they're made in the U.S. That's what I love it more than anything. They're made in the states.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and that's so important to us. And that's what you know we want to maintaining we want to we want to keep that is we're never going to go to china we're not going to outsource this to to you know anywhere anywhere that's foreign we do our best to try to keep everything in the united states because we think you know not only do we have the best quality control when you're dealing with it and shoving them all yourself but you also have the best quality and you're employing other americans which is fantastic
1: well absolutely that's for sure and it doesn't matter how big the gun is folks, uh handgun. If you go to uh, diamonddoutdoors.com diamond D com, you can see what they have as far as sizing charts. And I mean, they got, they got holsters to fit. I mean, some of these things, they look like hand cannons, but <laughs> they're huge, Mike.
0: <laughs> oh, they They are. And it's
2: just, and it's every, you know, come every year, every season with shot show, we all of a sudden find out uh, the, the new guns that are coming out. A lot of the manufacturers we work directly with, so they'll give us a heads up and, uh, when they come out with a new gun, especially ones that are, they know in our industry, the hunting industry or uh, the personal protection industry would be very popular for for our products. And we get to see these things ahead of time, and you're just like, oh, my goodness, some of these, you know, more ammo that they can put in the magazines, which is just more fun. So yeah. it works out really well, and we're, we're proud and excited to be able to offer products for those. And one, one product, you know, with our Denali chest holster, the same holster if you have a Springfield, you know, XDM or a Glock 20, like you said. Or any of the semi-autos, it's all going to fit the same holster. So a lot of people, like you said, have, have multiple guns, and you know you got one holster that's going to do a great job of fitting them.
1: Yeah, Jake in Peoria, Illinois says, "How long is the barrel fit on the scope?" And Mike is, it's almost up to nine inches, isn't it?
2: It is. Our, so our standard, what we say is it's eight three eighths inch. So it fit like the Raging Hunter, for example, is an eight three eighths inch barrel. A lot of the Smith and Wesson performance centers go out to the eight three eighths inch. Once you put your compensators on the end of them. Um, okay. We do have and we've had multiple customers, they have ten and a half inch uh, Smith and Wesson Performance Centers in the five hundred and four sixties and they've used that same gun for the scoped revolver holster. It just since the bottom of the scoped revolver or most of them are open on the bottom, but the bottom of the scoped is it's more of a rectangular shape, so it stops the gun at the very bottom of the holster and so it just sits up a little bit higher. So there is options if your barrel is longer, but standard okay. it fits out to the eight and three eighths inch or anything okay. shorter.
1: Okay. There you go, Jake. Uh you can folks diamonddoutdoors.com, You can go check it out. They do, and they do have a lifetime warranty on them. And uh, Mike is the one usually answers the phone when I call, which so you get to talk to the owner, which is nice. And uh, like I said, I, I've got two of them, and that I I get uh, I get my buddies. They they call one one of my friends calls me Doc Holiday because I, when I wear the wheel one uh, the, for the the sixty nine Smith because I got I got uh, I think I, what is it six rounds I can put on on the uh, shoulder strap. And uh,
2: absolutely, yep. That's a great. <laughs> yeah, all the revolvers come with a ammo reload up there on the shoulder strap, and all the semi-autos yeah. come with a magazine pouch, so you always have it, room for more.
1: Absolutely, got to have your. Got to have a, especially if you shoot like me. That's for sure. Well, you got any big? Uh, yeah. You got any big things coming up as far as I know? You're so busy between running the the holster company and flying. Any big fishing trips coming up or anything?
2: Well, we're just talking about one. I I went to. Katmai, which is, uh, Katmai National Park is the largest concentration of of brown bears, I think, anywhere, but it's also just phenomenal fishing. So, a lot of salmon come up there and spawn, which in turn uh, you get some amazing rainbows and the fishing is just incredible. So, I had a friend that went out and did a float for five days, I think, or six days last year, and uh, probably ran into about 70 or 80 different bear, and most of those at the time are just more interested in the salmon, you know, spawning and, and feeding, and he did just some great luck. So, we're trying to put together a trip uh, this next next summer to head out there and do a float and go see if we can't just wear our arms out with how much fish we're catching. Yeah, so that's, that's our exact. biggest plan I think right now.
1: Is most of the time when you get when you have an issue is it when there's when the sows are with the cubs and you know and they start bluff charging and stuff. Is that more the 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 incidents you run into or is it uh, do you get some uh, boars that are just on reading and you got to deal with them?
2: I think, you know, in the lower 48, what we hear from a lot of people is that you get more of that. Up in Alaska, what we've found, you know, bear maulings, while you read about them in the headlines, they're still relatively rare. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they want to necessarily be around you more than you want to be around them. But the, the times that you run into more issues are the South cubs, especially if you get in between them, or when you startle them. So if you are near a river or somewhere like that, that the water's running, it's rushing, it makes a lot of noise. They're fishing. Um when you're going to probably run more into you know startling them and they just go into the fight or flight of course if they're also you know when you're out hunting um you know we have multiple stories and every single year up here in Alaska and, and other places but in Alaska where somebody takes a moose down for example and as they do that they're hiking out to you know pack the quarter you know quarters out or whatever they're happen to do and that's when the bears will hear that dinner bell go of the of the gunfire and um, that's inevitably when somebody maybe has a rifle on their back, but then they also have a big backpack and they have the moose and, and everything else and they don't have their gun easily accessible. And then that's when bear, maybe a bear might take advantage of them. And so it's another opportunity yeah. to, you know, easy access to a holster to, to make sure to always have something with you just as a backup and hopefully you never have to use it. But yeah, I think for, for that would be the, that would be the probably the times that we hear about them all into the is when people are startled um, or, of course, the sow, no matter what the species, the sow with cubs is dangerous, even the human species. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's more maulings in the lower 48, actually, that that go. And that's with black bear and, and uh, with the grizzlies. But I'm telling you right now, Mike, I, I think the last seven or eight years um, you get out into uh, – up uh, up and uh, there's a, a couple island chains up there by you um, that, uh, that they've had hunters that when they use a rifle and they shoot them, bears know when they hear that rifle, that dinner's on the, on the ground. And some of the, Absolutely. Some, they, yeah, Kodiak's they, famous they, for they,
2: that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they've become habitualized when they hear that gunfire, they actually go to it. So you just really got to be careful folks. You know what I mean, Mike?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we have, I mean, I've I've been out to Kodiak multiple times, both hunting and also fishing and just exploring and some friends and stuff like that out there. And every year you get those those issues of maulings. I mean, I think there's some great podcasts out there that people that I've heard of. of Fogneck Neck Island, um, there's an elk uh, that are out there, and, and some. It's pretty dangerous with the bears because that's exactly it. As soon as the as soon as the del- dinner bell goes off for that round, then all of a sudden you're going to start having the bears wondering what the, what the heck's going on for their free meal. They're opportunists.
1: Yeah, there you go. All right, I knew this was going to go quick, folks. If you want to give Mike a holler, you can call him at nine zero seven two zero five four four two nine nine zero seven two zero five four four two nine. Of course, you want to wait till business hours, and then or you can always go on the website itself. It's diamonddoutdoors.com, dot com, and he'll get right back with you. He's he's really good about that. Mike, always a pleasure. We're going to give one of these uh, chest holsters away here in a uh, next week or two. And uh, we'll do a couple, uh, like a week or two trivia contest, and uh, and we'll uh, I'll email you winners. That's all right.
2: That sounds fantastic. We appreciate it. Appreciate your listeners and uh, supporting local company, and hopefully finding a product that, that is the best, the best one they found on the market. That's kind of our goal all the time. And like you said, we do offer lifetime guarantee, lifetime warranty on these things. We want somebody to be happy.
1: Yeah. Oh, if they get your holster system, they'll be happy with it. There's no reason not to. Hey, Mike, you take care of that Perfect. young one. I hope, uh, I hope they get better soon and, uh, I'll catch up with you here in a few weeks.
2: All right. Appreciate it, Dan. Have a great day. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Mike. There he goes. Mike from diamond D outdoors. Really nice fella right there. We'll be right back on the big Five Fifty KTRS St. Louis.
6: You know, it was in 2007 when they came to me and said, would you have a problem advertising for R&R Sanitation Porta Potties and I said, "Sure, no problem," but I didn't even know they needed advertising. Turns out they were in the middle of a porta potty war. Somebody wanted to put them out of business, and so they needed to advertise. Well, guess what? All these years later, one of our biggest and best supporters is R&R Sanitation Porta Potties. Why? They're local company, locally owned, locally operated, and yes, even though we joke and we think of them as a porta potty company, but R&R Sanitation really is a customer service company because when you need porta potties for the events down the street, for the block parties, for the work done on the house, for Mardi Gras, whatever it may be, you want a company you can trust. You want a company that will drop off and pick up in a moment's notice. You got it. R&R Sanitation or R&R Portable Toilets. When they really do want your stinking business, R&R Sanitation or R&R Portable Toilets.com.
7: What makes SWIC your first choice? Is it our affordable tuition, convenient locations, and online classes? Or the advanced training options in technical education, health science, and more? Whatever it is, Southwestern Illinois College can train you for an exciting career or help you prepare for a university. Visit swic.edu and take a tour today.
6: How's your tile? Do you need some help? Well, the Grout Medic can help. They can restore the tile and the grout to look like new at a fraction of the cost to replace. They'll clean the tile. They'll clean the grout. Heck, they'll even repair the tile and re-caulk if they have to. Any type of repair of tile on the floor, the wall, the counter, marble, travertine, traditional, or natural stone. 10% off if you mention you heard about it from The McGraw Show. 636 317-8860 or groutmedicstl.com When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local, keep it great. Touchless car washes, no brushes, inside and out five area locations country club car wash or cccwstl.com Got gold?
9: Get green at Jewels on Hampton. Jewels on Hampton pays the most for your precious metals, jewelry, gems, currency, antiques, and collectibles. Jewels on Hampton buys precious and semi-precious gems and stones, scrap gold, and sterling silver. Jewels on Hampton buys and sells paper money, wristwatches, and pocket watches. They even take pianos and cars. To sum up, bring your gold chains, bracelets, rings, coins, dental gold, and more to Jewels on Hampton. 4506 Hampton Avenue in St. Louis. And get green online at JewelsOnHampton.com. 2024
5: is really adding up this month at Renewal by Anderson. First, get 24% off all Renewal by Anderson energy-efficient windows and doors. The Fibrex windows that are two times stronger than vinyl. And come in nine exterior colors. Then take advantage of zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. That's serious savings in 2024. Only at Renewal by Anderson. For your free in-home consultation, call 1-877-WINDOWS. Or visit RBASTL.com.
6: No better place and no better time to start saving than Neighbors Credit Union. You'll find great rates and flexible terms at Neighbors. You'll also find terrific CD specials. Best of all, your savings are safe, secure, and insured at Neighbors Credit Union, up to $500,000 per individual member. It's super easy to open up an account at Neighbors Credit Union. Stop by one of their eight area branches or visit the website. Neighborscu.org. That's Neighborscu.org.
5: Federally insured by NCUA. Additional insurance by ESI.
7: A message from the master. If you are looking for that one-of-a-kind gift this year, come on in to Newsetters Fine Jewelers. Let Richard draw your future present for somebody you love. This special engraving lasts a lifetime. At the corner of Big Ben and Doherty Ferry or at WowDiamonds.com.
0: Back to the KTRS Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers.
1: All right, welcome back to the Big 550 KTRS. Big things happening in Iowa this week, coming week, uh, Wednesday, what's that, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the Iowa Deer Classics going on. And uh, I'll have an outdoor call radio booth there. And so I imagine Sunday I'll be pretty, I'll be, my butt's going to be dragging. Next week, so uh, but you know, here's the exciting thing: James is going to have a big milestone event next next week. Big event. I'll let him tell you. I don't want to steal his thunder, but yeah. So if I if I lose my voice and stuff over the weekend, uh, James, you're going to be able to cover my show if you need to.
10: If if you need me to, if that's absolutely something you need to have happen, we'll figure something out. Okay. I can talk duck calls or uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, I'll just give me Philip Vanderpool's number now, so just so I can get him on, and we'll have a nice conversation.
1: Now, see, that's what I love about it. See, Ted Nugent and Philip. See, you can ask Philip or Ted a question, and you're good for forty minutes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be, uh, man. I tell you what, I love doing those shows, but boy, they uh, you just you talk to so many people and stuff, your voice is gone by the third day. well I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it's like your comic cons, you know yeah it's like your big comic con so uh speaking of comic cons what's on the big shoe tonight well
10: tonight it's funny you mentioned comic con because i will be at a convention tonight? uh march 8th through the 10th uh there's one going on in burbank for the 40th anniversary of the transformers the tv show they're more than meets the eye dan transformers <laughs> and uh, we're going to have two of the voice actors from the original cartoon series on the air with me tonight. We've got Paul Eiding, who voiced Perceptor, and also Greg Berger, who voiced the Dinobot Commander Grimlock. Both of them will be at this convention in Burbank, March 9th and 10th. Isn't and they're going to be on the name? show tonight to talk about that that uh, convention.
1: Isn't that your dog's name? It is. That's who he's named after. Is After that actor?
10: No, after that character.
1: Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> well, tune in for all that, what James just said.
10: Well, that means you're not going to be – when is that, two weeks? You're not going to be on the air? You'll, you'll yeah, be, March uh, 10th, I will not be with you. You'll have Seth manning the controls again. Well,
1: we love Seth, but, you know, I mean, gee, many Christmas, man. You just got back to
10: work. And it's just the one weekend, and mm. now I'm, I'm here all the way through August.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, man, I, we got I, It's – we're going to be talking – it's a deer classic, but I'm going to be talking uh, turkey – I just got off the phone with my buddy, uh, Todd Rupert, uh, from Rupert's Roost and Peace Turkey Calls in Pennsylvania. I'm going to be going out there uh, May 19th or 20th. I'm going to uh, go out there and hunt with him for three or four days, and then I'm going to do some seminars on the 26th. So, you know, that's, man, 19 hours. Is it 19 or 13? It may be 13 hours. That could be. I don't know. I'll have to look it up again. It's going to be a, it's going to, no, I think it's 13 hours from Des Moines. That's still a long drive, man. I used to love driving. I'm starting to really not like it anymore the older I get. <laughs> it's not as much fun as it used to be. So, because I like just to drive through, you know, stop for, you know, for little potty breaks and grab a Dike Mountain Dew or an iced tea or something. And, you know, and I would want to get there, you know. I don't know. You're going to fly to California. You're not driving, are you?
10: Oh, gosh, no. No, I had I had a bunch of southwest points, so the flight's free, so that's great. Well, there
1: you go. Yeah, I like that. That's exciting. Speaking of free, uh, it's not free, but a lot of folks are going to be heading to the trout parks. Yeah. When is that? That's Friday. It's going to be opening up, uh, and it's going to be uh, catch and keep season at the trout parks. Well, it's a run all the way through Halloween. Man, can you believe it's March 1st already? It just seems like the year is just crazily went went uh it's going too fast i I just can't tempest
10: fugit dan what does that mean time flies in latin tempest fugit
1: Fugit. isn't that off star trek
10: no uh that was actually from the music man that's what the mayor's wife says come george tempest fugit (laughs) to which he replies you watch your phraseology
1: yeah okay tempest fugit yeah Somebody from uh, somebody from Marvel or something just passed away. A young guy. Um, who was that? You know who I'm talking
10: about? Uh if it just happened today. I haven't been online very much, so maybe I missed it. Yeah. Ramona yeah. Fraiden just passed away. Who was that? Famous cartoonist and creator. She uh, co-created Aquaman. She created Metamorpho uh, from the DC Comics realm.
1: You know, I used to love Aquaman when I was a kid. When I was little, I mean he was I I that was one of my favorite superheroes and then as I got older, eh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just uh <laughs> you ever seen you ever seen the where they go uh, Big Bang Theory where they go to a party dressed as the superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, and and Rod just has got that, that that is the yeah. Kenneth Mitchell passed away 49 years old, Star Trek and Marvel actor. Huh. He was in Captain Marvel. Uh, I just yeah. look him up. I don't recognize the name right off. He had uh, uh, ALS. That's a shame. 49. That's too bad. Wow. That's young. Yeah. Hmm. Hate to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I, if you've never been to an opener at the trout parks, you got to go at least once in your lifetime. Now, if you don't like crowds, you're probably not going to like it. Okay? And I get it. I, I am in the stage of my life now. Has any, everybody seen Secondhand Lions, the movie, with Robert uh, Robert Duvall and Michael Kane If you have, raise your hand. Okay, one, two, five. Yeah, okay, I see you out there. So uh, when they're on the porch with their shotguns, <laughs> have you seen that movie, James? I know of it. I don't know <laughs> that I've seen it, though. Oh, my gosh. you got to watch that movie. These guys, it's hilarious. They sit out on their French porch, front porch. With shotguns, and then when salespeople come and try to sell them something, they start shooting at them, and it, it's hilarious. It's 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 a good movie. It's it's really a, a really good 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 movie. But the older I get, the more I can relate to those two guys, you know, and uh, and the guys from Grumpy Old Men. So, but uh, but you gotta go to you gotta go to the trout park at least once and experience that. I mean, it, I mean when that when that buzzer or whistle or horn goes off, whatever they're doing now. It's been years since I've been to one, but I, I mean, just you're sitting there shoulder to shoulder and you're just, you know, you're, you, the smoke's coming off the water and you're talking to everybody. It's cold and you're, you know, you got your spinning reel in your hand and then you hear that, that whistle or they you know, how, whatever they do. And then you hear, you hear like magnified, like a, a 5,000 times. And then everybody's lands get tangled, and <laughs> it's neat though. It's an experience. I mean, it's been years since I've been, and I still re- I can still see it in my head. You know, I, I caught a fish, and luckily I didn't get tangled up. I did see a couple of people uh, having anger management issues. You know, cut your line, or I'm going to cut it. You know, blah blah blah. So I don't know. It's always fun. I tell you, I like going during the week to the when I was, I used to go down quite a bit and during the week there wasn't that many people down there and I mean it's kind of nice if it's warmer you get to see deer come out of the woods and they'll go wade into the river and get a drink and cool off sit in the spring for a while and I mean it's there's no telling what you're getting to see I mean it's it's always a lot of fun to see that stuff am I behind again Yes, yeah. we need to take another break. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting ESP, man. I, I actually felt that, before, I, I and I don't even know where I'm I, I'm getting extrasensory perception. So I'll be right back after these fine words from our partners.
4: Hi, it's the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael. I want to first thank all of the wonderful listeners for allowing me to help them with their important Medicare decisions. If you are approaching 65 or retiring soon, I will help you figure out what to do and when to do it. I am fully aware of the endless literature, calls, and TV commercials people are bombarded with every day. I can help you navigate the Medicare maze with easy-to-understand and accurate info. If you are currently on a Medicare plan, do not hesitate to reach out if you want to compare and make sure you have the right plan for your needs. Many are unaware there are often enrollment periods other times of the year you can possibly take advantage of. If you need help, call me, the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael, at 314-368-6808 or visit medicaremanstl.com, 314-368-6808.
7: We started the company when we got married, and then the business eventually took off. Unfortunately, John didn't get to see the success. There were a lot of decisions I wasn't prepared for. But choosing Rod Ferguson and the Ferguson Financial Group was the best one I made. Rod and his team designed a comprehensive solution structured with life insurance. John would be proud that his dream lives on for generations to come. Thanks to the Ferguson Financial Group.
5: The Ferguson Financial Group. FFGSTL.com.
7: Hey, St. Louis, Together Credit Union, City SC's official banking partner is offering a guaranteed way to grow your money with two limited-time CD promotions. The first option is an 11-month CD term with a 5.40% annual percentage yield. The second option is a 19-month CD term with a 5.00% annual percentage yield. Both options require a minimum balance of $1,000. Visit TogetherCU.org today. Early withdrawal penalties
0: apply and may reduce earnings on the account. Rates as of January 19. Rates subject to change without notice. Membership eligibility required. Federally insured by the NCUA.
7: Drug and alcohol abuse are reaching epidemic proportions, and it's easy to hear the numbers and forget about the person. The Salvation Army Rehabilitation Center provides men the opportunity to regain confidence through spiritual guidance, counseling, work therapy, and life skills. You can help by shopping at the Salvation Army thrift stores or donating gently used items by visiting their website. It's really easy. SATruck.org. You can help. Truck.org.
6: Let's talk about your tile floor. Are the high traffic areas darker than the other? Hi, everybody. McGraw-Milhaven here for the Grout Medic. That discoloration is years of dirt and buildup. The Grout Medic will professionally clean and then seal your grout so it's one consistent color again, just like the day you installed it. Their sealer protects for 7 to 10 years. 636-317-8860 or online at groutmedicstl.com. You can even change the color of your grout. Groutmedicstl.com.
8: I'm Mike Robinson with Robang Properties and I want your fixer-upper home or condo. It's crazy to spend a ton of money fixing it up when I will pay you top dollar right now. I don't even care what condition it's in. Your trash is my treasure. No inspections, no contingencies, just cold, hard cash. Call me Mike Robinson at 314-283-0867. That's Mike Robinson, 314-283-0867, or at robangproperties.com. This is
7: Mariah, third generation at newsetter's Fine Jewelry. Buying an engagement ring can be intimidating. At Setters, we ensure a complete understanding of your purchase. We offer a choice in both lab and mine-grown diamonds and are able to work with any budget. Let our family help educate you on your choice at Big Ben and Doherty Ferry or at wowdiamonds.com
0: back to the ktrs outdoor show on the big 550 with outdoors dan dan young and dan brothers all right welcome back to the big 550
1: just had to go see where my dog was right he's he's crashed in the spare bedroom (laughs) dog's
0: got the life
1: uh sally wants to know what the trout fees are all right here you go sally The cost of the daily trout tag is $5 for adults and $3 for those 15 years of age or or younger in Missouri. Daily trout tags can be only purchased at each of the four trout parks. Conservation Department encourages trout anglers to have the correct amount of cash for daily tags if possible, so five and three. Missouri residents 16 through 64 and non-residents 16 and older also need a fishing permit in addition to the daily trout tag. Daily fishing permit is $8. The Missouri Department of Conservation encourages trout anglers to buy their fishing permits ahead of time for numerous vendors around the state or through the Missouri Department of Conservation's free mobile apps. Thousands of anglers. I already said all that. Thousands of Okay, that's it. they got contests going on and all that other stuff. Go down there and have fun. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Be, it'd just be just as much fun as hanging out with uh, James and Grimlock on a Saturday. Dun, 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 dun. I think I'm all caught up. I've been I just been getting ready for turkey. I, I did a I did a how to fan. If you go on my Facebook page, uh, the Outdoor Call Radio app page, I did a uh, how to video on how to take your turkey fan and and cure it. You know, for years, when I was turkey hunting, Denny and some of the other guys that were my mentors when I started hunting turkeys and stuff, they they would tell me to just take it on a piece of uh, cardboard, take the turkey fan and spread it out, and then staple the, the, the last two feathers on each side onto that cardboard and then take borax and pour that over the fleshy, meaty part that was left, trim it out as much as you can. But you want to keep those cover feathers, those that big, that big wad of feathers that goes over the turkey's bum, uh, <clears throat> and you want to save those. Don't cut those off when you do your turkey fan because um, if you get, say like it's, you're out there and it's 65, 70 degrees, but there's no wind. You know, the turkeys, they they like a little motion in your decoys. They, you know, they want it to look lifelike. If it's just sitting there and it's not moving, they don't like that a lot of times. So... Um, you get those cover feathers, and you get a little bit of a breeze, and they'll move. They'll move, in, you know the breeze will move them around a little bit. So don't cut those cover feathers off. But uh, that I was always taught to do that that way. But it's kind of messy, and it, you know it does a good job. It dries them out and everything, but it takes a while. Well, I uh, there's a there's a company called uh, Velvet Antler Technologies that they got a, a thing called Fan Lock F A N L O K. And you just, uh, what I did is I took a hanger, a, a plastic hanger, and I, I fanned out my turkey fan. And then I took two clips and put it on, on each side of, uh, of that, of those cover feathers. And uh, and then I took that fan lock and I sprayed it all over my turkey fan feathers, uh, the, the 18 tail fan feathers, and then the cover feathers and then all that meaty stuff that I had left. And uh, it dried it up in four or five days. And uh, I so if you get a, if you want to see how I did it, just go on on Facebook and look up uh, the Outdoor Call Radio app or uh, Dan Young, and you'll see the video. But I'm telling you, and it's not a lot of mess. Uh, you just spray it and let it hang on the hanger, and it's dry in five days. But yeah, I'm already doing turkey fans for my decoys, and it just uh, I got my I did draw my turkey tag last week in Kansas on last Wednesday, so this last Wednesday. So I'll be, uh, I'll be hunting in Kansas in April at Triple H. So I'm happy, happy. I, I, I put a thing on Facebook. Connie, I drew a tag that Connie is Donovan's mom, and Hilly, Hilly and, and Connie are uh, mom and dad. So uh, I uh, they, they always watch my Facebook stuff. I said, Connie, I just drew a tag. Get the fried chicken ready. I'll be there in a couple of weeks. James, she makes really good fried chicken. You have to bring
10: me some back, Dan.
1: Yeah, there's no chicken left, man. There's there's eight or nine guys at camp. I mean, it's gone.
10: She got that nice spicy with the crispy uh,
1: skin on it. Oh, she does it in a in a cast iron skillet. I mean, it's it's uh, just you know, I'm killing it. Right, yeah, it's just and then she makes mashed potatoes and milk gravy and green beans or corn. Oh man, it's a, it's just good eating. Yep. So I was happy. Everybody that put in for a tag pretty much drew. So I was I was a little worried about that since Kansas went to one bird, but. Uh, yeah, so um, I get to hunt in Iowa and I get to hunt uh, Kansas and Pennsylvania. There's my and if I get down in time, maybe I'll sneak over and uh, hunt with Chris and the gang over at Knox County, Slim Knox County Whitetails in Missouri. But uh, yeah, I'm pumped. Can't can't get here fast enough. And then after turkey season, I get to start fishing. You ready for that, James? Fishing stuff.
10: Well, Dan, it's my favorite time of year. You know that.
1: Absolutely. You know, get out there and chase some wallies. And uh, hey, speaking of that, um, I'll, I'll talk to Dan. I'll talk about this next hour with Dan. But if you live in Illinois and Missouri, uh, so if you live in Iowa, if you can hear me in Iowa and uh, Ohio, there's this Midwest this uh, Midwest Walleye Challenge. Uh, we're going to be talking with these guys all year. This thing's neat. You can. Go, I'll tell you more after the break because I'm running out of time. You said 756, right? 756, 40. Well, I got a minute. I still don't have enough time to talk about it, so I don't know. I there's no good movies coming out, James. Dune Two, man! Oh my gosh, I saw it
10: this past Tuesday. It's brilliant. Uh, I I didn't even like the first one. I know, but my I my, I made my wife watch the first one with me on. It was on demand, mm-hmm. and I told I, she's a little slow, but they picked up. I said, Part Two is nonstop. Part One sets the table. Part Two is just boom, all, all action. It's great.
1: Mm okay i believe you but i mean i tried to like even the last time they did it it was i didn't like the movie so uh, there's just some movies man it just i'll i'll probably end up watching i'll tell you i did watch a good movie it was Oppenheimer?
10: oh oppenheimer's fantastic it's one of my favorite pretty movies good. of last year it,
1: yeah that was and it had a good twist to it at the end i thought that was uh i thought that was actually what do we a call that a twist a twist what uh, tangare and twist I don't know. We'll be right back. Keep it here on the... Did you say 50 or 40? (laughs) Good night, everybody. No, we'll be back after these fine words with Danny Brothers.
0: From the frozen tundra of northern Canada to the sunny Gulf of Mexico and right here in the heartland. Welcome to the Great Outdoors. This is the KTRS Outdoors Show with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers. Welcome back to
1: our number two of the KTRS Outdoors show. Outdoors being here, going down to Florida, checking in with Dan Brothers. What's up, Daniel?
3: You don't have to go that far. You can go to Florida. I Missouri. Can't hear you. You can't hear me. I can hear you fine.
1: Well, I can hear you now. Quit moving around.
3: Where are you at? Are right you home? Are you home? No. No, I'm up at the farm. Well, That's home. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the, in the little cabin we got here, and I'm all comfy. And I uh, built a fire when I got here, just because it was cold in here. Mm-hmm. Even though it's it's like 72 degrees outside, dude. Can you believe that?
1: Yeah, it's nuts.
3: I'm just telling you right now. I, it's uh, nuts. I, yeah. I, I'm just talking to James about it. it, it we, we're, they're predicting snow flurries on Wednesday, and then back to 70 again on Saturday. And I I fly back out of here uh, <laughs> next a week from today. I go back so uh, I don't know about just rock and roll up and down weather,
1: yeah, yeah, well, it's turkey season so okay dan uh I, what 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 does this- what does this sound when you hear when i do this what am what am I trying to replicate, or what do you think I am trying to project in this in this uh what I'm doing you ready do it, yeah
9: Zzz.
3: Well, it sounds like a cast to me with a lure hitting the water. I, I thought for a minute it was a drag squealing, but no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I think it's a, I think it's a cast on a reel that needs oil desperately.
1: Yeah, and uh, times the thousand. What would I be talking about on this
3: Friday? Well, well, a thousand casts. I probably would be talking about Missouri State trout parks and trout see, fishing.
1: See, did I exaggerate, folks? I'm telling you, everybody that's been on that opener. When they hear that times a thousand, they know exactly what that's the trout opener at the park. Well,
3: absolutely. I mean, you know, you got it in stereo, man, and and quadraphonic even. It's coming from all directions when you're standing there belly button deep in the water.
1: Everybody needs to do that once in their lifetime. I I talked about that last hour. I I wish you would have been on with me when I had my guest on. I I had Mike from uh, Diamond D Outdoors, they make all these chest halters up in Alaska.
3: Well, let me tell you something. I, I don't get to listen to you too often because I'm I'm usually mobile. Yeah. But I was driving up Highway 61. I had to run into Walmart and get something to eat tonight because I had nothing here at the house. So I went into Walmart, and, you know, you're going to buy a few items, and you end up with about 12 days' worth of groceries. <laughs> you can't help yourself. But anyway, I'm rolling up 61 North, heading towards Frankfurt, listening to you talk about cross-draw holsters. And the yeah. next thing you know, I went fifteen miles past my exit. <laughs> Honest to God, you had me, I mean, I was listening to Mike and I was thinking, Yeah, yeah, well, you know what, I don't need one because I'm not going to be in bear country again at my age and, and I don't have to worry too much about snakes and everything. And then he said a one word that got me when you're on the tractor. And yeah. man, that that just that just set me straight up in my seat and I went, like, Now I gotta have one because you know, it is a pain when you got a sidearm on and you're getting up and down off your tractor, in and out of your Polaris Ranger, whatever you're doing, you're banging that thing around. As a matter of fact, I know all about it because I was doing it this afternoon. I had my magnum on my hip because I, I toured it. As soon as I got here, I, I did a tour of the farm, and then I was looking at that pond, and it looked so inviting, Then I ran back and I got myself a fishing pole, and I went down to the pond and proceeded to catch a half a dozen really nice bass. Well, there you go. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I you know the minute I heard that I thought okay I'm hooked I got to have one.
1: No, you'll love them. Well, and I wasn't I wasn't I mean I get so many emails about people handgun hunting now, it's crazy. Um, I just got a new show on the Outdoor Call Radio Network. It's on Thursdays. It's called Eye on the Target. Uh, they they are really 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 good about. They talk about all types of uh, handguns and firearms hunting and target shooting and stuff. If you ever get a chance to listen on Thursdays, but man that i'm just i'm just people are i mean they're doing they're hunting big game small game used to be a lot of guys just used them for hog hunting now they're doing deer hunting they're hog hunting they're going elk hunting they're where it's legal they're going big bear hunting with them mountain lion hunting i mean they're they're doing handgun hunting on a lot of stuff now
3: well you know dan one of the reasons is the straight wall cartridge phenomenon has really woke people up you know uh these states started going to their straight wall cartridge, and of course that's what's what a lot of handguns are chambered for you know you've got your 44 magnum that's a straight wall cartridge i got my forty five seventy rifle which is a straight wall cartridge but you know uh and i've got a thompson encore in 243 would it would it, about a 15 inch barrel 16 inches limit it, it is the is the limit length before it becomes a rifle and that thing is the most cumbersome thing to carry. I mean, it's it's like carrying an octopus or something. You can't get comfortable with it in your hand or anything else. It's too heavy to to tuck in your waist. So, a, a chest holster is absolutely perfect for that thing. I mean, yeah, I love
1: I love mine. I, I when I got my ten millimeter, I ordered another one, and uh, with that with that hollow dot that I got on top of there, it just slides right mm-hmm. in there and. I, I man, I love that Smith and Wesson 69 Dan, but uh, that 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 Glock 20, that 10 mil, I'm just driving tax with that thing.
3: Well, you know that 69 is a hog handle, yeah. man. I mean that that's a heck of a gun. That that's no lightweight. And uh, you know you, you balancing just if you put that gun weighs like three pounds and some ounces, and you put that thing on the right side of you, and it's like carrying one bucket of water. You know you need to <laughs> carry two, or you're not balanced. Well, and it's okay in my
1: chest I, holster, though. It's right there.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. You, it just yeah. doesn't fit well in a, as, a, as a sidearm, you know. So between the popularity of, of the deer hunters now, you know, the, I, I think that I saw plenty of them when I was in Alaska on fishing trips. Guys had them. Uh, but I never really saw them around here until just recently when everybody started carrying the encores. And there's another one made by who makes it. Uh, I can't think of who makes that other single shot. Big bad, you can buy it and you know and get it in thirty, thirty and three hundred eight and everything else. And but it's a single shot handgun. Um, and and they lend themselves to to a chest holster. So I'm I'm going to have to go that direction. And and you know usually on the on the tractor, I'm not carrying that big a gun. I'm carrying a twenty two magnum. I got a Smith and Wesson fifty four. I think it is. I can't remember the number. But it would. It's not real heavy like your forty four magnum, but it's cumbersome. It's got a four inch barrel. And yep. it would fit in one of those chest holsters perfectly.
1: Well, use use them when you go in there. Uh, put in outdoors Dan ten and the coupon. You get ten percent off if you do that. That's, that's, well, that's what. that's I bought my when I bought my last one. So
3: the the other thing that I liked is is he said that they are somewhat I don't know how to put it but uh, not forgiving isn't the word but they'll fit some several different varieties of handguns, which you know, the, I hate. Leather holsters are one of the biggest pains in the tail feathers that you've ever had to deal with. You go into Denny's, he's got 100 of them on the wall. And nine out of 10 times, you, you'll want say you want one for a cheek special, that'll be the one that he's sold out of. I mean, it's a nightmare getting leather holsters to fit a gun. And even if you send away for him and you get one, I, 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 Dan, I got a whole big tub, a plastic tub full of holsters that I no longer have handguns for or I just hate them. I buy them and I hate them. So, so having a a a holster that's that's ballistic nylon or something that will fit maybe more than one model that makes a lot of sense to me as well.
1: Yeah, no, you'll like them. I I wear mine under. I wear my vest over mine. I just I just drive around. Nobody knows I got it on, and it's nice. It's right there if I need it. So,
3: (laughs) I hope you don't ever need it. But it's it's good to know you got it. You know, it's kind of like the. Somebody asked the old lady that had a AR fifteen, Are you paranoid? What's the problem? Are you paranoid? She said, No, not as long as I got this thing, I'm not paranoid.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Boy, I tell you what, I, I uh did you, did you see that video I, I ABC sports.
3: <laughs> Jim Chim James leaned on the button. Yeah, James the joys
10: of our automation here at KTRS. Yeah, oh, I
3: sure. see. The robot yeah. added again.
1: Yeah. I uh, I got I started getting my turkey fans ready for turkey season. Did you see what I did on Facebook?
3: I saw that. Yeah, interesting uh, how you preserve them there. And, and you know, I I never thought about doing it that way. You're way ahead of me when it comes to turkeys, dude.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not. I just like using a real tail fan tail fan on my turkey decoys. I just it looks way more realistic, and they're uh, yeah. And and I usually use a I usually use the same fan for a season or two, and then I I I used to give my fans away, but. Uh, I haven't done that in a while. I need to do that, but uh
0: yeah. Well, I, you know I definitely...
3: everybody everybody has got to dry their own turkey fan at one time or another whether it's to put it on the wall or use it for a fan that goes in a decoy or you know just nail it up on the shed. Mm. And you know in the old days we just scrubbed it down with borax or something and that was it. But no, now you got you. all the Yeah. yeah. Spray. You know, now done. you got Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful, man. It's yeah. wonderful and the way you showed how to stretch it out was pretty interesting.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Actually, started calling around to see if I can get me a moose hunt for next year. I man, I tell you, Dan, the stuff is just getting nuts. How much they're wanting for these hunts now? It's, I, I it's just. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I, I, I still want to get a moose with my bow. I just turned sixty. I want to get a moose with my bow. It's, it's just, it's, it's the. I, I don't care about the grizzly bear anymore. I don't care about a sheep. Um. I don't know what else I really, I, I want to, I would love to get a caribou, but I can live if I don't. I, but I I just want to get a moose. But, man, I just, it's, I have, you can, you can go to Africa cheaper than a moose hunt. It's nuts.
3: There's no doubt about it. I, I mean, there are some, and it varies all over the place, you know, British Columbia versus, uh, you know, going up into Maine and shooting, you know, the the mesas, their mooses. What's plural of moose? I don't know. What is it? Mooses, Mises?
1: Uh, m- uh, more moose?
3: I have to ask Michelle. She belongs to the moose. She, uh, you yeah, know, it, it made me think of you and your moose. I went in a moose hall the other day down in Florida, and, and they had the ugliest set of antlers up there. Uh, yeah. And I guess you call mooses antlers, not horns. No, but um, yeah. somebody they're... had put about 25 coats of shellac on the moose, the, the traditional celeb- celebratory moose antlers, were on the wall were the worst looking things i've ever seen in my life Uh,
1: and big old moose paddles man they're they're just neat i uh
3: oh they they are neat i mean and let me tell you you know denny denny was very nice to share some of his moose with me that i watched him shoot and uh, i don't think i've ever had any kind of meat uh red meat i guess it's red meat Uh, it was red looked red never had anything that tasted better it, it was delicious, and the, the first row that we had was some steaks, and it was cold and nasty, and I didn't want to go outside. And we just threw them under the broiler, seasoned them with some salt and pepper, threw them under the broiler, and then put, took them out when they were still kind of rare in the middle. Oh, Dan, I'm telling you, that was the best tasting stuff I ever had in my life.
1: Yeah, of all the deer family, moose is the best tasting, elk is that and then whitetails are the third. But uh, and, I, and I like a, I like a mule deer. Mule deer is tasty. I don't know how, you know, but it's 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 right there, it's right there with regular whitetail. That's corn fed, uh, but uh, man, I tell you, that moose is that's a that's a that's a different level of, of awesomeness right there. It's well,
3: just it, it it is to me too. And I never understood how a, a mule deer tastes so good because all I got to eat is that tumbleweed out there, you know.
1: Well, <laughs> well I, when I shot that muley two years ago, I brought it home, and Jenny said that was her favorite deer she's ever
3: ate. Wow, isn't that amazing? Yeah. So, I, it, however, they metabolize the proteins in, in their body, I, I don't know. But you're right. They are good. Now, I got to tell you, I never cared for goat meat of any kind. and so I like, uh, I like our, antelope. Our lamb, I, I like didn't antelope. like antelope. It was a very reddish meat. And I I just, now, it could have been when we shot our antelope, it was really, really warm. Well,
1: it's all field care, Daniel.
3: I know, I know. But I, I got my big antelope years and years ago and haven't had a desire to go back. That was just kind of one thing I ticked off my to-do list. You know, I would go elk hunting again in a heartbeat if I could handle the mountains. I don't even know I could breathe up there. But um, I got to tell you, it's hard to beat a good old whitetail. And, and, I, you know, when I ran around the farm today, I didn't have much time. I had an, like an hour and a half. So I fished for an hour and I, and I scouted the other half hour. My mineral licks were gone. Uh, Steve hasn't replaced them yet. My new uh, feeder blend that I'm throwing out of the the feeder, they have picked every bit of it up and had it scratched up, so I ran a test on the feeder to make sure it's working. And, boy, this blend I got, they seem to love. And uh, tracks, I have never seen. You know, when it got warm up here, some of the stuff that I planted last year that was browsed down, I planted it last fall, has popped up back up out of the ground again and you can't dan you can't put your hand down anywhere there's not a deer track no oh, that's good well yeah it's telling me that i'm carrying them over from the winter you know and we had a couple of weeks of just got awful nasty weather here below zero and froze up and and i you know with the amount of tracks that are out of my fields here of course the deer are coming out at night but i got some uh i got some mineral lick to replace what was gone and I'm going to get that done, and then when we come back in Missouri, you know, later in the spring, I'll get back onto it again.
1: Yeah, speaking of good, hang on. We'll be right back on the Big 550 KTRS.
5: Calling you? I have one question. Are you ready? If not, then head on down to your one-stop outfitter Denny Dennis Sporting Goods in Fenton. They have all your spring turkey and fishing gear, decoys, and waders you need. If you're fishing, let Denny Dennis Sporting Goods help you catch more fish. They have a great selection of new rods and other tackle that will give you more confidence on the water. Denny Dennis also has the latest hunting gear for turkey season, including blinds, Woodhaven calls, decoys, and trail cameras like Tacticam and other to scout with. Olympic Clothing by GameHide will keep ticks and triggers off you while you're in the field or just working around the woods checking trail cams or hanging stands. Bow hunters, don't forget to test the most efficient bows ever made, including Matthews and others for you to try out. Before your next adventure, head over to Denny Dennis Sporting Goods at number one Gravois Road in Fenton. Call them at 636-343-9447 and you will be on your way to a good time in the outdoors.
6: How's your tile? Do you need some help? Well, the Grout Medic can help. They can restore the tile and the grout to look like new at a fraction of the cost to replace. They'll clean the tile. They'll clean the grout. Heck, they'll even repair the tile and re-caulk if they have to. Any type of repair of tile on the floor, the wall, the counter, marble, travertine, traditional, or natural stone. 10% off if you mention you heard about it from The McGraw Show. 636 317 8860 or groutmedicstl.com. The
5: ingredients to doves soap sodium lauryl isothionate, stearic acid, lauric acid, sodium oleate, and a whole list of stuff I can't pronounce. On the other hand, herbaria soaps on the hill are all natural with saponified olive oil, glycerin, lavender essential oil, oatmeal, shea butter, and no call it? Feel the difference today at 2016 Marconi Avenue on the hill and herbariasoap.com.
7: All natural, pure pleasure. Herbaria.
6: When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local, keep it great. Touchless car washes, no brushes, inside and out. Five area locations, Country Club Car Wash or cccwstl.com got gold?
9: Get green at Jewels on Hampton. Jewels on Hampton pays the most for your precious metals. Jewelry, gems, currency, antiques, and collectibles. Jewels on Hampton buys precious and semi-precious gems and stones, scrap gold, and sterling silver. Jewels on Hampton buys and sells paper money, wristwatches, and pocket watches. They even take pianos and cars. To sum up, bring your gold chains, bracelets, rings, coins, dental gold, and more to Jewels on Hampton. 4506 Hampton Avenue in St. Louis. And get green online at JewelsOnHampton.com. 2024
5: is really adding up this month at Renewal by Anderson. First, get 24% off all Renewal by Anderson energy-efficient windows and doors. The Fibrex windows that are two times stronger than vinyl and come in nine exterior colors. Then take advantage of zero down, zero interest, and zero payments for 24 months. That's serious savings in 2024. Only at Renewal by Anderson. For your free in-home consultation, call 1-877-WINDOWS. Or visit RBASTL.com.
6: No better place and no better time to start saving than Neighbors Credit Union. You'll find great rates and flexible terms at Neighbors. You'll also find terrific CD specials. Best of all, your savings are safe, secure, and insured at Neighbors Credit Union, up to $500,000 per individual member. It's super easy to open up an account at Neighbors Credit Union, stop by one of their eight area branches, or visit the website, Neighborscu.org. That's Neighborscu.org.
5: Federally insured by NCUA. Additional insurance by ESI.
6: Back to the
0: KTRS Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers. All
1: right, welcome back to the Big 550 KTRS. Dan, I drew Candace. You saw that today, did you?
3: daniel what'd you say i said i drew my kansas tag oh you did i did so didn't you have one didn't you have one last year too i didn't think you could get one every year
1: well last year was over the counter
3: oh that's correct yes. We're, yes we're talking yes, turkeys yes, yes, yes. we're talking turkeys oh you're talking turkey well you get me confused you know you're <laughs> you and your animals uh so so last year with turkey was over the counter this year it's and this year's a draw. Can you draw every year for turkey? I hope so. Because you can't for deer, right?
1: Uh, you can if you get extremely lucky.
3: Well, I thought you had to hold off for a year. Maybe that's just for a rifle. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, don't know. But I was I was told you you would never draw back to back, but but that might have just been for a rifle only. Yeah, could be. I
1: don't know. Yep. I just no, you, know,
3: you don't care either, Mister Bowmaster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what I, I, I think you know what everybody I, sh- I think everybody should be able to go out and hunt i'm not i'm not that way
3: i know you're not i just got to ride you a little bit but you but you know what i heard tonight that it, there's something about missouri in the springtime and i'm sure i was a close second but uh there's just uh, there's something about missouri in the springtime you know i don't know what they say about a young man's fancy and all that stuff but i heard some spring peepers tonight Mm -hmm. as it started getting dark and man that to me is the sign that spring is sprung it's coming now it it, i love to hear those things
1: yeah it's hard to believe i can't believe i got the iowa deer classic starting friday so friday saturday sunday i'll be i'll be there all all three days and
0: and oh man you'll be worn out
1: oh i'm gonna be tired next week but uh it's just uh i just can't believe how fast this year is going by So I saw you, I saw you guys got into a mess of sheep's head before you left. huh?
4: Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sure. Sure did. I mean, we've been doing good on those when we can get out, you know, weather, weather wise. And we had a couple of pretty fair days that not good enough to go offshore. I went off. I mean, I've only been offshore one day. uh, And I I got to Florida like uh, December 28th, something like that. And only been offshore one day. That's how crappy the weather's been. The, the, The natives down there, the locals, are saying it's the worst. The younger ones are saying it's the worst winter they've ever seen, and the uh, the older ones are saying it hadn't been anything like it in twenty twenty five years. So uh, El Nino or Nino or Nini or whatever is going on right now has got really got the, the Southern Hemisphere, Florida really screwed up. Yeah, it's crazy. Did, uh, it's going to You know, they say we're going to whatever we got going on now. It's going to change over to the other one come this uh, this spring, and that's not good news for hurricane season, but. Um, you know, it should bring. It, we had this terrible drought up here, and I, and I don't know if we're out of the drought or if we're still in it. Um, but we ought to be. Able, we ought to get more rain this summer, anyway.
1: Well, I tell you, it's gonna. I know we got a bunch of turkeys piled up. I I posted some. I've been posting pictures on my Facebook pages every day on my trail cameras. I got a wad of turkeys out there strutting in front of my camera. It's awesome.
3: And and are they strutting around? Oh yeah, yeah, they're in full strut. Yeah, I figured they would be with the, with this kind of weather, you know. And and it, it's not the weather that gets them going. Usually we talk about it all the time. It's photosynthesis, you know. But when it's rainy and cold and damp, they're not going to be strutting around as much as they are, you know, when it's pretty weather. It can yeah. be 40 degrees and pretty weather, and they'll still be strutting.
1: Well, yeah, the toms are always strutting or gobbling, and it's the hens that need to be ready. But we're probably uh, another four – Probably another four or four and a half weeks, them hens will start being receptive and they'll start doing their thing. So,
3: yeah, when they start laying, uh, that's when I like to hunt the birds myself. Yeah, uh, you know, it just the world changes. You can you can have one big old gobbler out on the end of a point in the big woods, and and he'll gobble every day and won't listen to you and won't do anything. And then all of a sudden, he'll wake up one morning and he's all alone, all by himself. And that's when he comes running to the call.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be fun.
3: Yeah. yeah. What's the most you have ever hunted in a row? How many days in a row have you hunted the same turkey?
1: Oh, man. Um,
3: I don't know, six, seven. Well, I remember, uh, you know, trying to recall. I I remember sitting in the same spot five different days trying to get one. Mm -hmm. And on the sixth day, he finally came into me. And I didn't move. I sat by the same tree the whole time. And he was just... He was so close to me a couple of times I could feel him. You know, you know, you tell people you could feel that turkey. I don't think they know what you're talking about, but you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, when they gobble and you're in a ground blind, it shakes the blind. You can actually feel – you can. it's called uh, – what do they call that, James? Infrasound? You can actually feel the vibration of the – like if a bear roars or if a lion roars, you can actually feel that in your chest. Yeah, I think they call that infrasound. But uh, when they gobble and they're close – I mean, you you can actually feel the the gobble, um, and then when they start spitting and drumming, you know that's that's another thing too. When they get within 15, 20 yards, and you hear that, you can you can almost feel that too. It's it's neat.
3: Well, many times in my younger day, I would be sitting next to a big oak tree. that was bigger mm-hmm. than mine. My physique, then my outline. I remember Ben Rogers Lee teaching the said, He said, "Sit on it. Sit down against a tree. It's bigger than you, so you don't have elbows and stuff sticking out that you can spook one with." <laughs> and I, I remember, I remember sitting there and having a turkey come up behind me, spitting and drumming, and boy, the hair goes up on the back of your neck, and you get all nervous and everything. And and sometimes you never do see them. They'll they'll slip in, they'll get so close, and then they'll turn around and go the other way. And yeah. you heard them; they were so close you could feel them, but you never did ever see them.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. It just—I uh, I just love uh, that. I you know, and I understand waterfowl people. I that they got the the why they love the the calling and the interaction with the birds and stuff. I I I mean, they get it. Elk hunting is the same way. You know, you just you get them cow calls going and meow, meow, and you get that bugle going, and it, it's just that that to me is just the tops of when it comes to hunting I when you got that when you can actually call them and get that interaction or you know you're in your if you're in your your tree stand or your ground blind and it's it's october it's halloween and you're hitting those rattling horns and you're hitting that buck growl and you start then you call in and start seeing that white tail buck come out and and start heading your way there is just something special about that stuff when it happens
3: there's no doubt about it. Each sport, if you want to call it, or each game animal, I guess, has got its own uh, characteristic that, that when you lay your head down on your pillow at night, you start thinking about it, and it's it's pretty cool.
1: <coughs> Excuse me. Seven up like that. Put that, that coffee. No, yeah, I took a drink, coffee. and <clears throat> I took a drink, and I went down the wrong way.
3: Uh, the still uh, uh, second your... on that diet Mountain Dew?
1: No, seven up. Seven up. Yeah, I uh, actually haven't had a pop in almost three months.
3: Wow, are, are you irritable around the house? Does uh, you need to <laughs> whack you every once in a while? Or
1: no, I uh, I uh, actually had a diet Mountain Dew. I told her the other day. I said, you know, I'm kind of Jones, and it's turkey season. I I live on that stuff when I'm turkey hunting. And uh, I bought a nice tea maker, and uh, I just been I've been drinking iced tea for every day for three months, and I got off the pop and. But I I, uh, I had one the other day, and I'll probably start sucking them down. And because you get up at three thirty four o'clock in the morning, and it's you have a cup of coffee, and then when you're when you're hunting, I don't like having the coffee. If I'm in a hard sided blind or something, and I can move around, but when I'm in a hub blind, I just throw a pop in my bag, and you know I'll sit out there all day with it. So.
3: Yeah, I'm the same way. It usually stays cold enough for me and I can take a hit off of it every once in a while like the moonshiner boys, you know, you just pull that jug out and take a take a pull on it as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Boost up mine's Mountain Dew, died Mountain Dew. So that I'm taking a I'm taking a hit off of.
1: Yeah, I got my Kansas buck back yesterday already. Your Kansas what? My Kansas Whitetail, my buck. I got it back yesterday already. Oh you did already?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, you got a fast taxidermist.
1: Well, he wanted me to have it in the booth at the at the classic, so I got uh-huh. he, he got Larry's done, he got mine's done, and so it's uh, called
3: uh, leverage. Yeah,
1: I, I guess I don't know, but uh, I was just looking at him. And it's like, man, that's that that was a heck of a hunt. That was a long fourteen day sit, but I, it paid off. So,
3: well, the last deer I took to Frank, you know, he said, "Don't even bother to ask me for a year." So, yeah. know, I'm pretty used to waiting for a long, long, long time. Of course, I haven't shot a, a buck to, to put on the wall in a long time either, and the wall is pretty much full. Um, my, Steve picked me up from the airport in Belleville this morning and handed me. I got in this car, and I could smell the smoke, you know, and I'm like, dude, what is in this car? And he said, I brought a couple packages of my homemade deer sticks uh, for you. And I said, oh, my goodness, boy, are they smoky, you know. And then he, he told me what his ritual is, how he, how he you know, you cook it a certain temperature to dry the sausage out, and then you 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 cold smoke it for a long time, and then you put a little heat to it. And boy, I can't wait to rip into that package because it sure did smell good.
1: My bad, James. Where are we at? Are we are we good on breaks? You still
10: do need to take one more break at some point before you're hard out at fifty six forty.
1: Okay, thank you. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, so how long are you going to be home for?
3: Until uh, next Sunday, I'll be here for a week, and I'll be back in um, sunny, hopefully, sunny, hopefully warm Florida next Sunday, and uh, hopefully Monday I'll be back on the fish again. Yeah. So hey, speaking, got, of fish,
1: speaking of fishing, my uh, my uh, trailer steps for my boat got finally got to the dealership, so they're putting that on.
3: You know what? It's good that they're putting those on, because I put mine on myself, and they're a little bit of a pain in the tail when you try and do it by yourself. You know what's
1: really crazy? Lund changed their trailers a little bit, so they're going to have to put that on. If if I understand it right, the guy rigging the boat called me. Uh, you know how you got your your uh, your boot, your uh, trailer boot, your trailer jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the way that step's set up, they're going to have to move that trailer jack off of the one side, and the trailer jack and the crank for the boat winch. Are all going to be on the boat the same size because he said he couldn't mount the steps otherwise. And I said, well, I don't think that's going to be a bit of a problem. I'll just have to remember when I'm when I'm hand cranking the boat in that I leave that handle pointed up, and then I'll be I should be okay. But I'm telling you, Dan, that last boat I had that I had I put I got those steps and I put them on myself too. But I just won't I won't I don't want a boat trailer without those. When you're when you're when you're loading self loading that boat when you go fishing by yourself and stuff. I'm too. I'm too old to be climbing over that front of that boat anymore. You know what I'm saying?
3: I know exactly what you're saying. I, I got my first set on the boat that I own now, my freshwater boat, and I am. I am no longer late climbing over the transom. I used to try and get in with the boarding ladder, uh-huh. or or climb up on the trailer and and crawl over the side of the boat over the gunnel. And no moss. I mean, I like grabbing a hold of that big, long rod that sticks straight up in the air and walking right up those steps. And, uh, boy, does that make life easier. Now, the only problem I got is I got a pretty much of a pointed nose boat. So I've got my my big uh, depth finder up there, and I've also got my trolling motor there. I have to step around them. I can't just step right on the flat part of the boat like some people can.
1: Yeah, mine's mine's off to the side a little bit on the trailer, so I can I'll be able to just step right on that first step and walk right down.
3: So that'll be great. And you know, I, I got to tell you, your your front locator, I have determined by just messing around with them and talking to my buds in Florida, you can't get that thing high enough. You you need that you need that son of a gun on a raised mount to where it's up. I'm going to say 15 to 30 inches off the deck so you can look right at it. You don't, you don't want to have to be, when you're looking at that live scope, you don't want to have to be looking all the way down to the deck of that boat where they usually mount, you know, standard depth finders. You need that thing up on a, on a pole. And there are several several different companies that make them. Um, some of them make them where you can put two depth finders there. You can have, you know, uh, where, where you're you're running your chart on one and you're running your, your depth sounder on the other one. There's just all kinds of different brackets that are made to to mount that unit on and uh i wish i'd i wish I'd have made mine higher,
1: yeah I actually got those on the front I think mine's like fifteen or twenty inches off the deck and then uh yeah, it's cause I, be I, sweet. yeah I put i got a uh i bought a twelve inch garmin uh for the front and I got a nine inch garmin on the dash so Perfect. I think, I think that's right. But, yeah, that that it's adjustable. It'll telescope up and down however I want it, and uh, it's, it just that's right in the front there on the bow.
3: Yeah, I need to trade mine out. My, mine only sticks up, I'm going to say, 8 to 10 inches, and it's not enough. As a matter of fact, I saw, I saw a thing on Facebook, a, a cartoon character, and it was a bunch of old guys all bent over, hunched over, you know, looking at their toes, and the caption was something to the effect of here's guys that have been staring at their live scopes. So <laughs> you know you gotta get it up there in your face a little bit more.
1: Yeah, you want it up a little bit. Uh, I think mine's like a RAM or something. I can't remember, but it's it's uh it just uh it's it just um it's adjustable up and down so you can you can and I think they even make another I if that was if I wanted to get a twenty inch I could actually get a twenty inch pole for it too.
3: Well, I've got a ram. Mine is a ram, and now you got me thinking I'm going to look into seeing if they have any longer rods for them so I can get the thing up higher in the air.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what mine is. So, Hey, we'll be right back. Let me me get this big break out of the way, and then Dan and I will finish out the show. We'll be right back on – what are we on? Oh, the big 550 KTRS. We'll be right back.
6: I'd like to give a shout-out to the window Store, Larry Thornton and his son, Joe. Since they've been advertising on the Big 550 KTRS, the response from the listeners have been fantastic. If you're looking for windows or you're looking for doors, I would recommend going to the store, the window Store. They sell windows and doors, and they do it better than anybody else in town. You see, it's a family-run business and has been a family-run business for all these many years. And guess what? They're really not into playing the game, the marketing game. Buy one, get seven free. Buy one, take 85% off the second one. No. Every window is energy efficient. There is no upselling. It includes everything you'll need. No gimmicks. One fair price. Take it or leave it. They are a great St. Louis company, and you probably know somebody they know. They've been around so long. The Window Store. Whether it's vinyl windows, wood windows, or any type of entry door, The Window Store. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation, no-hassle bid. 314-739-0002 or wswindow.net. Hi,
4: it's the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael. I want to first thank all of the wonderful listeners for allowing me to help them with their important Medicare decisions. If you are approaching 65 or retiring soon, I will help you figure out what to do and when to do it. I am fully aware of the endless literature, calls, and TV commercials people are bombarded with every day. I can help you navigate the Medicare maze with easy-to-understand and accurate info. If you are currently on a Medicare plan, do not hesitate to reach out if you want to compare and make sure you have the right plan for your needs. Many are unaware there are often enrollment periods other times of the year you can possibly take advantage of. If you need help, call me, the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael, at 314-368-6808 or visit medicaremanstl.com, 314-368-6808.
6: Don't look now. The weather's about to turn nice. Spring is right around the corner, and you are going to want some extra outlets in the garden, in the back, in the basement, in the garage, wherever it may be. You know who you call? Baldy Electric. They just got finished working in my garage. They put some extra outlets in there, some 110s and 220s. I don't really know what that means. All I know is I needed them. They also put a car charger in there. Baldy Electric had their professional installers come out. They couldn't have been any easier to work with, couldn't have been any nicer, couldn't have been any more professional. Residential, commercial, an old Victorian home or a brand-new commercial building. Baldy Electric is who you want to call. Since 1996 licensed electricians they're all osha certified they're all lead certified BaldyElectric.com 314-968-9999 Baldi electric or BaldyElectric.com 314-968-9999 it's spring let's get charged with com. pun intended you know it was in 2007 when they came to me and said would you have a problem advertising for R&R sanitation porta-potties, and I said, sure, no problem, but I didn't even know they needed advertising. Turns out they were in the middle of a porta-potty war. Somebody wanted to put them out of business, and so they needed to advertise. Well, guess what? All these years later, one of our biggest and best supporters is R&R sanitation porta-potties. Why? Their local company, locally owned, locally operated, and yes, even though we joke and we think of them as a porta potty company, what R&R Sanitation really is a customer service company because when you need porta potties for the events down the street, for the block parties, for the work done on the house, for Mardi Gras, whatever it may be, you want a company you can trust, you want a company that will drop off and pick up in a moment's notice. You got it. R&R Sanitation or R&R Toilets when they really do want your stinking business. R Sanitation or R Portable Toilets dot Got gold?
9: Get green. At Jules on Hampton. Jewels on Hampton pays the most for your precious metals. Jewelry, gems, currency, antiques, and collectibles. Jewels on Hampton buys precious and semi-precious gems and stones, scrap gold and sterling silver. Jewels on Hampton buys and sells paper money, wristwatches, and pocket watches. They even take pianos and cars. To sum up, bring your gold chains, bracelets, rings, coins, dental gold, and more to jewels on Hampton, 4506 Hampton Avenue in St. Louis. And and get green.
6: Online at jewelsunhampton.com. On Let's talk about your tile floor. Are the high traffic areas darker than the other? Hi, everybody. McGraw Milhaven here for the Grout Medic. That discoloration is years of dirt and buildup. The Grout Medic will professionally clean. And then seal your grout so it's one consistent color again, just like the day you installed it. Their sealer protects for 7 to 10 years, 636-317-8860, or online at groutmedicstl.com. You can even change the color of your grout, groutmedicstl.com. Back to the KTRS
0: Outdoor Show on the Big 550 with Outdoors Dan, Dan Young, and Dan Brothers.
1: All right, welcome back to the Big Five 50ktrs. James is up next. James, what's on the big show tonight? Thank you for
10: asking, Daniel. Tonight we've got Greg Berger and Paul Eiding on, who voiced Grimlock and Perceptor in the Transformers series, celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. They'll be at TFCon in Burbank. Next month, where I'll be, and we'll uh, be talking with them about the convention, about the Transformers legacy, and who all you'll be able to see in Burbank. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Dan, I, I
1: te- go, just, yeah, Burbank.
3: Re- remember, James, when you get to Burbank, always take the Schlosson. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. Uh, you I- never watched Johnny Carson, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I do. I
10: love Johnny Carson. I just didn't catch that one, unfortunately.
3: Yeah. And yeah. Don't was take the supposed to don't- be a cutoff between two interstates that were constantly blocked up back there. And whenever a guest was late or something, he would tell him you should have taken the and cut Cutoff.
10: Ah, yeah. see. And don't Luckily, the... I don't have to travel. I'm going to be going literally out of my plane and into the hotel. It's right there at the Burbank Airport. So.
1: Well, there you go. Cool. Yeah. Don't take the train to Cucamonga either. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah.
3: I don't, I to... don't take the last train to Clarksville either. <laughs> you goofy boys.
1: Yeah. What
3: are you going to do? Go fishing. That's what you want to do. I'll tell you what, Dan, this warm weather, the crappie are on fire.
9: Yeah.
1: I, at,
3: at Mark Twain, Kenny Wilkerson's catching a limit every time he goes out and, and down on Lake of the Ozark, Jack Uxa, who's the best guy, be it bass or crappie or catfish uh, on Lake of the Ozark, especially if you got kids. You want to you get kids into fishing where they'll just get all excited about it and ate up with it and have success, go with Jack Uxa. Yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to it, man. As soon as I'm done chasing longbeards, I'll be I'll be fishing almost every every at least at least once or twice a week. So,
3: well, you know, if you were well, I, you know, now Missouri, do I understand the new regulation correct? I've been a little bit out of sorts. Do you you can hunt them all day on private ground? Is that what the new regulation is?
1: Yeah, you can hunt them all day on private ground. Public, you're done at one o'clock.
3: I don't understand that, but such is life. There's a lot I don't know. understand. You know, as a friend of mine, you say, Tem- I don't Tem- understand everything I know about it.
1: Tempest Fugit, Dan. Tempest Fugit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I just took a big swig of Diet Coke. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: James, what, what, what did that mean to James? What was that again? Would he leave? James? He
3: took off. He took yeah. off, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's all right. He's
3: after some hot coffee or something. Oh, he I know. He, yeah, he
1: ran. He ran down to the coffee pot. I don't blame him. He's been here a
3: long. Yeah, I don't blame him either. No, yeah, it's a good yeah. idea.
1: I fletched all my turkey arrows. I got my head hunters done. I got my regular regular broadheads one done. I sorted out all my turkey calls today. I got my turkey cleaning knife yeah. sharp. Yeah, you are I ate
3: do. up with it. I yeah, mean, I you are just you're you're, you're helpless. You're hopeless. You know, I mean, I used to, you know, I turkey hunt in the morning and then go fish in the afternoon when I was a young man.
1: Yeah.
3: But you, you just turkey, 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 turkey.
1: Well, I'm sorry, man. I, you know, I, I hate to say this. James, were you whispering in my ear? Okay, I, I'm hearing stuff. You're hearing I, you voices. Know, I am. I just, you know, with me turning 60, I'm just telling you, I can't believe I'm 60 already. And, the, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get to... The point in my life, I, I I had a really great interview with a young lady uh, this this week on Hunting for X's the the podcast the show that I I do uh, with professional archers and stuff around the country and you can listen to that on the Outdoor Call Radio on tomorrow it's on all day uh, just download the app for free and it's free to listen and free to you might even win some stuff twenty four hours seven day a week outdoor talk. But uh, her and her sister, uh, they're National Collegiate archery, cha- archery Champions out of Illinois, just south of Belleville there. Uh, it's Abby, uh, Ab- is it Ab- Abby? Allie and Abby, they're, uh, they do a show called Grace, Camo, and Lace on the Sportsman's Channel. But, you know, they're over there south of Belleville. and uh, She got her Grand Slam uh, turkey when she was seven years old. and With a bow? Uh, I don't I don't know if it was all with a bow. She got a grand slam, that's all I'm I, I can't remember. But uh they wow. both are accomplished archers. But uh, you know, I, I didn't ask ask them how old I'm I'm guessing they're in their late twenties or early thirties now. But uh, just super nice girls. And uh I said, you know, I hate to sound like an old fuddy duddy here, but it just makes me happy and excited to hear you with your passion, you know, they've been doing it for seven years now. And just to hear the the drive and the goals that you have, and because you guys are in the spring and summer, getting in or the spring of your life, and I'm in the fall of my life now. Because you know, how many seasons do I have left? I have no idea. Because you know, it's getting it's getting later than you know, and it's like I, I I tend to relish everything a little bit more now than I I did 20 25 years ago, or I appreciate it more. And uh, you know, Dan, I'm so, uh, you know you, you just start you know you start thinking about that stuff when you get that old, you know.
3: Let me tell you somebody, if you want to know what's yet to come, I got twenty years on you, I and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. The last ten have been tough, and I've had to to pare down what I used to do. As my daddy used to say, uh, "Why does it take me all day to do what I used to do all day?" Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what. You, you're gonna you, every chance you get if you have a passion, take advantage of it because someday you won't be able to you're just not your body won't let you
1: well, and that's what i mean it's just you know and I remember when like when you and I first met i you know I can still remember when you and I met at bandanas with Denny uh that I mm-hmm. can still see Denny with that corn in his beard, and you know <laughs> 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 if I'm lying I'm dying I'm just telling you folks Denny Denny would always have that fried corn on the cob and he'd have half of it in his beard all the time and uh but uh I mean and when I first met you I mean I was you know I was young in then you know I was I was in my early 30s I think but uh right you know it's just uh man it went quick and it's just it's nice to see the kids or they're not kids the young adults that are coming out doing these podcasting doing you know they're they're doing their YouTube shows it just makes me feel kind of proud. Uh, I don't. I don't know. If that's strange to say or not, but it's just like it makes. It's like I'm. You know, there's a passing of the torch a little bit, and it, it just kind of makes me feel good, Dan.
3: Well, absolutely. You know, I mean, there. When I grew up, the women absolutely never, ever, ever hunted or fished. You, you just you saw a few women fishing, but not much, and then you started seeing the women fly fishing at the trout parks. There's some fabulous, fabulous fly fishermen. Uh, fly fly women i guess you'd call them um they, they, they do but you know right now if you look at the outdoor shows there's a lot of women that have their own shows mm-hmm. a lot of young ladies i follow several of them hannah baron outdoors did you ever follow her
1: oh, i know hannah uh, yeah yeah
3: yeah hannah i mean hannah's a real deal she's down there you know hogging those 30 40 50 pound catfish and getting her arms all skinned up and everything else i mean the girls never do that. I mean, that's every young man's dream would be to date a girl that likes to go out and do those things that the guys like to do. It's always just been a guy's sport, uh, you know. And some of the old guys still say to me, "Hey, let's have a guy's weekend," and I tell them, "No, I can't, because my best fishing buddy's my wife."
1: Yep, yeah. nothing wrong with that. I it's just like I said, it just. It's just kind of surreal a little bit lately, <laughs> so yeah i'm 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 pumped up for turkey season, so i and I have been for a long time. It's one of my favorite things to do in the outdoors, but it just I just seem to really appreciate, I just appreciate it
3: more and more,
1: and it's just you know I can't wait to get out there and get get humbled by the walleye again this
3: year. <laughs> I was going to say, really, I never really noticed that you were that excited about turkey hunting. You the you minute deer season's over, I mean, it's it's not over an hour, and you're dreaming about turkeys already. <laughs> well, I don't know. It is what it is, man.
1: It is what it, it is. It
3: is what it is. Well, my good friend Jim Zumbo is writing a column for Peterson's Hunting called "The rear View Mirror" and, and or the Rear View, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. And he's been writing about some of the stories that that he's done, and I I love that man's writing. I wish he he would write more words, but he's supposed to be retired. And he was writing one about getting hurt on a hunting trip, and we've all done that. We've all, you know, I broke a toe the, the one of the days right before turkey season, and was hobbling around on one leg trying to chase a turkey. So, you know, folks, if you get a chance, read Jim Zumbo. You'll, you'll never regret what that guy writes.
1: No, absolutely not. All right, well, I got about thirty five seconds for you. What else is going on? Anything?
3: No, other than that, I'm going to do some fishing. I got to be in court early tomorrow morning, and when that's done, I'm I'm heading the pond again, and uh, I think I'm going to start filleting some fish and putting them up. Um, you know, I, I know I got a bunch of deer meat to to take care of too, so I got plenty to do. I'm not going to wear out of things to do. I might go through a little separation anxiety missing my wife, but other than that, I'm rocking on ready. All
1: right, tell everybody good night.
3: Good night, everybody, and hopefully we can talk to you again. Uh, next sunday
1: all right thanks danny have a good week
3: adios there he there
1: he goes danny brothers (laughs) yeah i can't believe dan i can't believe that's uh, what is that 26 years ago i met dan that's it's easy probably yeah crazy are are you back james yes i am okay i just want to make sure you were back there oh yeah we're good yeah, cause I didn't hear, I didn't, I didn't know if I kept hearing something in my headphones. I didn't know if that was you or not. I thought I was hearing things. No, it wasn't me. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Thank you for uh, making this, uh, making us part of your weekend. We always appreciate you. Next week, well, if I don't do it next week, we'll do it the uh, week before. We'll have a little trivia contest. I got that holster and some other stuff. And thanks to Norlander Sock Company for keeping our socks, our feet nice and comfortable. And I'll tell you more about that. I talked to Steph yesterday. And, uh, we got some stuff to share with you about that over there in St. Peter's. So I'm going to leave you in James' hand until we meet again next week. God bless everybody.